Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Tom Merritt here. Starting this weekend, Daily Tech Headlines will be putting a weekend review in your feed in place of the short history segments we used to do. Rich Straffolino will recap the biggest stories of the week for you just in case you missed a day or missed a story. Big thanks to Rich for taking this on. Now, over to him. Thanks, Tom. Happy to be taking this on. And now, here are the tech headlines for the week that was. The Wall Street Journal says its sources report Apple has cut production orders on all three new iPhone models. The increased number of models made it harder to predict demand, and that demand has also been lower than expected. Apple cut iPhone XR production by a third, according to the sources. The journal further reports that Apple is set to offer subsidies to Japanese carriers for the iPhone XR to help discount the price in the market, and that Apple has resumed production of the iPhone X to ensure they meet the production minimum from their OLED supplier, Samsung. Instagram is removing third-party apps from accounts that use these apps to gain inauthentic follows, likes, and comments, and other behavior that violates the company's policies. The service will send users a warning to change their passwords to cut ties with these apps or see their Instagram experience impacted. Instagram tells TechCrunch it may limit access to certain features for those users. Amazon is in the running to buy Fox's 22 regional sports networks from Disney. Disney is acquiring a large portion of Fox and has agreed to conditions on the acquisition that they must sell the 22 regional sports networks within 90 days of the close of the acquisition. Among the 22 networks is the Yes Network, which carries the New York Yankees and Brooklyn Nets games. Several other companies are interested in buying the networks, and some are interested in buying the Yes Network exclusively. Amazon warned Tuesday that some customers' names and email addresses in the UK, US, and Europe were exposed due to a technical error on its website. Amazon says it has fixed the issue and informed customers who might have been affected. Amazon did not say how many users were affected, how the exposure happened, or whether any of the exposed data was actually accessed by anyone. So, good luck. Microsoft engineers are contributing code to the Google Chrome browser in order to let Chrome run natively in Windows on ARM processors. Qualcomm is also working on the project. Windows 10 for ARM uses an emulator to run x86 apps, but native apps naturally run better. Microsoft is implementing FIDO2 password-free logins for Microsoft accounts used by Outlook, 
Office 365, OneDrive, Skype, and Xbox Live on Windows 10, as well as the Edge browser. Users must have a hardware key, like a YubiKey, which can work with USB, Bluetooth, or NFC. The hardware key is used in combination with Windows Hello facial recognition, fingerprint recognition, a PIN code, or a phone running the Windows Authenticator app. Other companies that support hardware augmented logons are Google, Dropbox, Twitter, Facebook, GitHub, LastPass, and 1Password. Bloomberg reports that the city of Beijing will launch a personalized rating system for all of the city's 22 million residents by 2021, according to a plan on the municipal government's website. The plan calls for different agencies to pool databases to get a full scope of all interaction. This includes tourism bodies, business regulators, and transit authorities. Those with positive social credit would be eligible for streamlined government benefits, while those with negative scores would incur penalties and restrictions. More than a dozen Chinese cities have rolled out a social credit system ahead of a nationalized system, but Beijing's is the most ambitious in scope to date. Amazon announced that Australian users can once again partially access their global store as of November 22nd. Amazon said the reversal was due to customer feedback and has opened up access to 500 million products to Australian customers. The global store was initially blocked by the company back in July when a 10% goods and service tax went into effect on low-cost overseas purchases. Google announced the rollout of new political ad policies in Europe to increase transparency and comply with a code of conduct agreed upon in September. Starting in January, Google will require advertisers to apply and be verified before being allowed to pay for a political ad. Ads will also carry disclaimers disclosing specifically who paid for the content. Google will also publish a transparency report with information on ad spend and targeting, as well as a searchable ad library. And finally, the U.S. FCC plans to raise the rural broadband standard from 10 megabits per second to 25 megabits per second. This would require carriers who take money from the Connect America Fund to provide minimum service at the higher speed of 25 megabits per second when building out rural service. And remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com or in your podcatcher of choice. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with a full Daily Tech Headlines on Monday. So from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.